Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Okay, I gotta, I gotta work this out, y'all. I got a, I got a, a text this morning at six fifty-five a.m. Well, that's early. It's real early. Uh, and what the text said was also kind of confusing to me. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, And I just need you guys to help work this out for all right, me. Let's do it. First of all, 6.55 a.m. I was on my way home from the gym. I felt like it was a little early for a text. Unless it's like an emergency. Let alone a text from somebody who I don't really know. Oh. So um, a stranger text? It's the parent of one of my kid's friends. Oh, okay who I don't know very well. I know of the friend because I've heard my kids talk about this friend, but I don't know the parent. Okay. And uh, it was a Monday morning. Like, I'm just getting into my week. We're just kind of starting off. And the text basically says, I'm so-and-so's mom. So-and-so is wondering if they can come over to your house on Friday the 25th in the evening. Okay. Well, is something going on in your house that night? Not that I know of. Uh, I know what's going on in my life that night. We will be at the Project Down and Dirty uh, gallery opening. By the way, get your tickets. Was this something your child had uh, previously arranged? So I thank you for asking. I wondered the same thing. So when I arrived home from the gym, I I said to my children, does anybody know what this is about? Are we having a party here that I don't know about? Nope. They didn't know anything about that. Um, but my twins started giggling and this is where I was like, oh, something's going on here. Uh, one of them. So this is what's difficult about having boy, girl twins. Well, there's a lot, but this is one of the things they're in the same grade at school. So they have some friends in common, but they are nine and a half. So they're in that age where they have crushes and people have crushes and there's crushes. And so I do know that this, it's a young girl, has had a crush on my son, and my son has had a crush on her, but she's also friends with my daughter. And so I did, couldn't tell if they were giggling because of something with that, but they wouldn't give up okay, the goods. Okay, let's go back to the fact that somebody texted you out of the blue at, at 6 something in the morning with a very specific request. Has this ever happened before? No. I'm just trying to get a lay of the land here. No, and here's where, this is what actually struck me about this. Um and this is where I would like to hear, I may, I may be wrong, and I'm open to the fact that I may be wrong, but when I was growing up, you would never dare ask somebody if you could come over to their house. You don't invite yourself over to somebody's house. Well, not only that, but your parents don't do it for you. That's Even the thing worse. that's weird, is that the parent in this particular case is asking you, 
at six. I'm like, girl, did you have like a espresso at five? Why? What are you doing up that early? And um, again, why out of the blue? You've never met the parent before. I mean, I probably have met the parent. Um, I don't. We haven't like we don't hang. Yeah. But like, I'm sure I've met the parent before. How did you? What did you say? Um, I I just very politely said, uh, unfortunately, I will be. At an event that evening, and um, but let's say you hadn't had an event, what would you have done? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I I I was so no. This is what. By the way, six five one six four one one zero seven one. Has this changed? I mean, is it okay? Is it like okay to invite your child over to somebody else's house? Look, because I'm open to the fact that something may have changed and I didn't know it. Okay, look, you, I mean, you are so nice in that way. Like, I don't think this is anything other than what it sounds like, which is like, no, you, that is not <laughs> appropriate. Because what if I, I don't have a kid, it doesn't matter. If I were in that position, I would be like, hey, does Tilly want to come over to my kid's house? Yeah. Right? Um, We'd love to have them over. Right. Otherwise, if it was like a thing where like, no, I just I, I would have a lot of questions for her, and then I would I would just say I just no. thought it was so weird, especially because I've coached my children through that when they've said like, oh, I really want to go over to so and so's house. I'm like, that's awesome. You you can't I can't get in touch with the parent and say, can my kid come over to your house? That's not how that works. Yeah. But if you'd like to have that friend over here, then we can do that. Well, if- and sometimes if it's a parent I know really well and we're struggling with something, we need help. I will then say, I am so sorry to do this to you, and I owe you big time. Would you ever be able to take... But that's a parent I know well. Yeah, that's like a really big imposition that you're only doing with people that you know. Right. A, are open and amenable to it, and B, you'd be able to return the favor in some way. Like, I don't ask somebody to watch my dog unless, A, they get paid to do so, or B, they got a dog that I know I'm going to be watching at some point. Right. I don't just call somebody up on a Wednesday and be like, you want to watch my dog? I know that's not a child, but no, that's but as close as I'm getting. But it's like an imposition, right? Um, I'm just curious. So then here's the other, the other thing I thought was like, maybe, maybe this is like a situation where they need a sitter or something and like they're oh, well, grasping for straws. That's trash. <laughs> you don't do that. You we don't, don't do, that. do that. Let's go to the phones. Matt is on the line. Hello, Matt. No, I don't know. Is this my husband, Matt, or another Matt? Oh, this is not your husband. Not my. Oh, I don't sound so. <laughs> yeah, don't like, sound so bummed. I mean, oh, you could be like, "I'm well, sad that I'm not your husband." No, I'm just kidding, Matt. What What do you well, have? To- I have my own wife, so. <laughs> okay, good point. Good <laughs> I point. I do my due diligence. There you go. Okay, so what is your thought on this? A text that early in the morning, yeah. right? I like so. The person who is texting you is old enough to know how to call somebody. Yeah, it's very true. I am technically a millennial, and I would definitely call someone about that. Right? You don't send that in a text? I thought that was so bizarre. Yeah, it just seems very sort of offhanded, like... I can't be bothered enough to actually give you some context for why I'm asking to bring my child to your house on a random night. Yeah, it was, and by the way, it's a, a night like two weeks from now. Um, Matt, thank you so much. Thanks, also for pointing out the 6.55 a.m. thing we cannot ignore. No. Because I, I got a text like, from my mother today at about 7 something and I was like, good lord, lady, calm down. And she's an hour ahead of us, so she even has an excuse. So sometimes if it's, I mean, like I will send middle of the night texts and I immediately feel bad or 
are like really early morning texts. But like that, it, well, it was weird. Okay, Alyssa's on the line. Hello to Alyssa. Alyssa, what's your weigh in on this, girl? <laughs> I think that that mom needs childcare for that specific night, and so she's hoping that her daughter can come over and she won't have to pay for a babysitter. So but that's totally kind of what I was thinking too, Alyssa. And I was like, but still. Like you, I, that is the weirdest darn why, thing. Why wouldn't you just say that then? Like, I know this is a huge imposition, and I am totally in a spot of bother. Is there any chance we could have a play night at yeah. your house, and I will buy you pizza? And I actually probably would have replied a little bit differently. Yeah, you know, thank, I think it's just awkward. Yeah, thank you, Alyssa. Thanks, oh, Alyssa. I'll say it was awkward. We did get this. Uh, we got this email from Ashley, who just like she said, my kids ask me constantly to text or call their friends' parents to see if they can go over. I tell them it's not okay to invite yourself over to somebody's house. They don't get it. So I feel like at least the kid's mindset is changing. But I never would have done that growing up. And I, I sort of do get that sense, too. Like, yeah. But I think I used to ask my parents to call my friends' parents and see if I could go over to their house. So- I think that that's just being a kid. Yeah, I just remember like back in the day for me, it was like you're at Bobby's house and you're, you know, playing video games. It's six o'clock dinners on the table and his mom offers you to just stay, you know, for dinner. Right. And then I would have to call my mom and ask if it was OK. I mean, it, things just sort of happened. They right. Didn't, you didn't plan well, things unless did, it was like a birthday party. And you didn't broker through your parents. Okay. You would have the discussion as kids being like, OK, I want to go over to your yes. house. I'm going to ask my parent if it's OK. You wouldn't yeah. use the parents as a go between. In fact, you would yes. be like, stay out of it. Yeah. Right. In fact, and that's actually like I that's my beef with the play date culture that we've created and cultivated. Um, I never was good with that when when my kids were really young. Um, I I really was uncomfortable with yeah. that with like the constant arranging of playdates that I needed to broker. I just was like, oh, playdates. Well, now that. they got playdates for dogs, so that ain't going to anywhere. No, it's the most bizarre thing. <laughs> well, thank you for allowing me this time to work that out verbally, I'm and, so and I'm glad, glad to see that this it's as weird as I thought it was. Yeah, it's weird. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow is saying more things. She's a hot mess. Oh my gosh. Wait till you get Skinny a load mess, of this. But hot nonetheless. Here we go. After this on My Talk 1071. Okay, so Gwyneth is at it again. She's running her mouth and she's saying some stuff. Oh, and we yeah. gotta talk about it. We have to talk about it on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And and when we talk about Gwyneth Paltrow, we call ourselves the Gooper Scoopers. Here come the goopers, goopers, they are gonna find you stuff that's dumb on Goopa, scoopa, goopa, scoopa. That's just what they do. Goopa, scoopa, goopa, scoopa. there's always stupid stuff on Goopa. Oh my God. What did she say now? Well, um, let's go to Goop's website because she's under fire now for saying that you really should have a goal of being your, quote, Leanest, livable weight. Excuse me? Yeah, so her website apparently told readers that they should try to achieve their, quote, leanest, livable weight. Now, at first glance, that might sound sort of normal, like you want to be lean. I don't know. Anyway. I have so many issues with this, by the way. Well, and as you should, Mm -hmm. and rightly so, and that's why we're talking about it. Um, First of all, don't ever tell me what I should do. Go on. 
Sorry, I just had to get it off my chest. So the article headlined busting diet myths. Now, uh, if I but creating diet issues. Yeah, well, and creating more myths. And taglined supported by science because that's Gwyneth Paltrow's new thing where, um, you know, she finds somebody who has a degree in something, attaches it to the article to give you the idea that it is somehow supported by science. Mm -hmm. But as any lame person could figure out, just because you have a Ph.D. after your name doesn't mean you are an expert um, in the science around the field that you're commenting Mm -hmm. on. So the Mm -hmm. article features an interview with the uh, U.S. psychologist. Psychologist? Okay. What is a psychologist? Uh, Is that 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 U.S. psychologist Dr. Tracy Mann, in which she says people should aim to be at the lowest end of their set range. Uh, And that's where the quote, leanest livable weight comes in. Now, most people were very frustrated with that quote alone because the leanest livable weight means it sounds or it sounds like you're saying you are like one percentage point away from death you should be your leanest livable (laughs) weight that is the weight that you are before you're dead right so like before you get put on life support that's the weight you want to be and I don't know that that's really a good idea also bad idea that's just bad it's patently bad there is no such thing it goes on to say I'm not a scientist but I know enough Google. She, in the article, Dr. Tracy Manny, psychologist, mm-hmm. explains that, um, that that phrase, the set range, means that there's a genetically determined range of weights which a generally healthy person tends to stick to. Okay. Okay. So, wait. So, my personal genetics uh, inform that. How, then, do I get to know what that is. Yeah. Do I talk to my genes? Yeah. I mean, Hi, that's, I, yeah, I just, there's so many things that are wrong with this. Um, also, anything else? What else do we need to confront in this? Oh, I mean, I could go stupid. on, but essentially they're trying to make the argument again that there is this range and this is the kind of like pseudoscience that I, and I, I, I will admit I have not done my due diligence and looked at the actual science, but knowing enough about these types of, um, sort of framings of mm-hmm. health conversations. Mm-hmm. People want you to believe that you are genetically predisposed to be within a certain range of your weight. Mm-hmm. And I can almost guarantee that the science does not back that up, that there is no such thing as a, you are, you don't have a genetic range. Mm-hmm. You are capable of going um, up in weight, down in weight. And while there may be a mathematical average mm-hmm. that you stick to, that's based on diet, environment, medical, other medical factors, maybe of which genetics is like a piece, a tiny piece. But you, the reason I know that a lot of this is crap science is because you see a lot of products now marketing to people saying, take this DNA test and we'll oh. tell you how to be healthy. There's a whole end cap of those at particular retailers. And that, Spit in this cup. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, while there is, there might be like a kernel of actual supporting science, it's usually, if you hear something like this, usually behind it is a business trying to make money off of mm-hmm. that tiny kernel of knowledge. Right. So that's why I think in this particular case, you have somebody also, by the way, a psychologist, which I'm, I don't know what that person has to do with. Neither do I. Dietary. I don't. No. Well, she is a PhD. Oh, and we could go and ask her ourselves because she practices right down the street. Oh, interesting. Really? Yes. 
what? here she in the is Twin Cities. A professor at the University of Minnesota. Oh, I want to talk to what? her. Because here's what? my other thing is how can you be a psychologist and not see how damaging that message is to people? Like specifically the words lowest livable, leanest livable. What is it? Lowest lean livable weight. Bradley? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. sorry. The actual I was looking through the rest of this article. The leanest livable, livable weight. weight. Leanest livable weight. Um that is a measurement that can really get inside people's heads and something they can like get thick chasing. Yeah, well, and uh there's a a whole another uh, conversation about orthorexia or like this idea that being very strict with the way that you eat and i will say dr man we've talked about tracy man before i feel like like. um she does say quote i'm strongly and clearly opposed to strict dieting in fact the article is specifically about not dieting not trying to lose too much weight or not doing anything unhealthy or extreme the phrase leanest livable weight refers to the leanest weight you can be without doing any strict dieting uh or Uh, unhealthy behavior the problem with it is that goop is trafficking in the idea i would argue that you can control what that is through the stuff that you see referenced Mm -hmm. and or sold on gwyneth paltrow's website Mm -hmm. and the problem that i have with gwyneth paltrow and why i made her the d-bag in this particular case is because she is she continues to market off of science that is dubious at best or at least not tested enough to know mm-hmm. that she's an, she is worthy enough to give that advice to her followers. Right. Right? When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have some dumb people doing dumb things to tell you about. On the Colleen and Bradley show, we call them crazy, stupid idiots. We're going to tell you about them after this on My Talk 1071. People doing dumb things on the Colleen and Bradley show. Uh, My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. But before we get to that, I'm in a giving mood and we've got something to give away. Pew, pew, pew. What are we giving away? A pair of movie passes to a select film during the Twin Cities Film Festival. Our movie is a screening of Amplify Her on Friday, October 25th. This Friday. No, that's a week from now. That's a week from Friday. Calendars. Mm -hmm. At 5.10 p.m. at the Showplace Icon Theater at the Shops at West End in St. Louis Park. So if you want those pair of tickets and you can go to the screening, fifth caller, 651-641-1071 is going to win those tickets. Hooray! And And now let's talk about those crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It schmer does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly. Over and over again. Oftentimes in the state of Florida. Where are we going first? Well, I am so glad you asked. We're going to Misery because it loves company. Mm. We're going to Missouri, and I want to tell you about a lady who did something. 
Amy Perino. She's mm-hmm. 44 years young. She has pled guilty to something felonious uh, in the in the past and will be facing a, an extreme sentence. Uh, and I don't know how to tell you about it. Oh, okay. Uh, are you searching for euphemisms? Or? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> okay, I know how to do this. Okay. All right. okay so Amy Does it per- involve her Heine and Charmin? 50%. Okay, so it does involve her Heine. Her Heine. Not Charmin. Okay. Unless Charmin is the name of her boyfriend. Okay. <laughs> I told you it was going to be All a hard right. one. Okay. Uh, I want to tell you about her boyfriend. Really? It's going to be difficult, you mean? So let's just say that last month, Amy Perino mm-hmm. was naked mm-hmm. in Missouri. Mm hmm. And she did something. Also, a chapter in my autobiography. <laughs> she did something that will um, change your life forever. I should tell you that prior to her arrest, she was an embalmer's assistant at a mortuary. Oh wow! So she sounds That's like quite fun. a job. Apparently, um, this all stems back from a violent confrontation in their home. She and her boyfriend. The victim told cops that she punched him first, then struck him with a variety of items, including a belt and a cell phone. Now, at the time, she was totally naked. She chased the man around the house before shoving him to the ground. Oh, wow. She then sat on him. And by sat on him, Mm. she sat naked Mm -hmm. on his face. Okay. Okay. And yelled, bleep, bleep, bleep. Bleep, bleep, bleep. I don't want to tell you. No, 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 no. We're good. Bleep, we're good. My bleep. Okay, we're good. We're While good. sitting atop Old Smokey. Okay. Again, if Old Smokey were her boyfriend. Can I also just, can we have a moment to talk about her uh, t-shirt during the mug shots? Well, can we also? Oh. I don't know. Anyway, um, yes. Her t-shirt, her t- says t-shirt says sunshine. Sunshine. Hey, sunshine. I mean, I would say it was more of a Bleep. moon. <laughs> sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows. Moons on your face. Yeah, exactly. Doobie, doobie, doobie. Do, 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 do. Now, the man told do, police do, that he do. was briefly unable to breathe whilst oh she gosh. sat upon his visage and that he was scared to death during the domestic assault, which is why we you know, don't want to make fun of this experience. No. But this is the most unusual uh, domestic assault that I have heard in a long time, wherein she was not only throwing punches, but throwing things and doing so naked and then doing something that normally you wouldn't do during a domestic assault experience. Am I right? Yeah. The good news is, as I told you at the very beginning this of this uh, story that she will now face three years in custody. Um, wow. Yeah. I mean, does not sound like it was worth it to throw her thing down. Okay, sorry. Yeah. No, sorry. Throw her what? Um, nothing. I was Missy Elliotting. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> um, let's now go to Iowa. Let's go to the bar in Iowa. Uh, where we meet 20-year-old Daniel Burleson, who was at an Iowa bar on Friday night, when the cops did what the cops will do at the bar on a Friday night, uh, they did a sweep to check IDs. Okay. And uh, they got to Mr. Daniel Burleson, and he presented his 
ID. It was his real ID. Uh, it showed that he was 20 years old. Okay. So already, like, he apparently wasn't trying to, to lie yeah. and say he was anything but 20. But when he gave them his real ID, they noticed in his wallet he had another ID below it. And it was a fake ID. And it was a very fake ID. It was a Hawaii driver's license with the name McLovin. With a picture of McLovin on it. Do you know what that is a reference to? In the movie Superbad, one of the characters gets a fake ID. It's a Hawaii ID. And his name is just... McLovin. McLovin. And so apparently Daniel Burleson got himself his own McLovin ID. He ordered it, by the way, off Amazon. But lest you think this is hilariously funny that he had this hilarious ID in his wallet, he was actually charged with possession of a fake ID. Public intoxication, a minor in possession of alcohol, and being in a bar while underage. I feel like there are a number of lessons in this story. Although he looks yes. like he's doing just fine. I he's mean, smiling and he's adorable. Yeah. Um he yep, he had an alcoholic uh beverage in his hand <laughs> and he did admit to the uh to the authorities that he was enjoying a mixed drink containing vodka. Um but he was but 20 years old and uh he was busted for having his McLovin ID. And he learned a very valuable mm-hmm. lesson about adulthood. So you can get those on Amazon, but I do not advise carrying them around. I with just you. feel like if, you know, um, I feel like bouncers can see right through an ID that's fake at this point. Um, yes. And if they're not seeing right through that, that might be a choice they're making. Yeah. Yeah. Because that probably happens on occasion. I'm just going to guess. Not that you know from firsthand experience. Actually, you know what? I, can I be just perfectly? I'll be honest with you. Can you imagine me with a fake ID at all? Imagine me. I can barely tell a lie. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Right. I will tell you that when I was in college, and this place doesn't exist anymore, so I'm not telling any tales that could get anybody in trouble, but this there was a place near campus where you could just walk through the door. They yeah. did not ask you for ID. Yeah. And you were able to drink. Yep, All without day. that being an issue. Yeah, um, I did not have a fake ID because I could not possibly. Oh, I wouldn't have even known. I would have felt like I was asking for cocaine yeah. on the street from you know like a, a prostitute. Yeah, and five other le- illegal yeah. things. I, there's no, no way. way I would have done that. If a cop came to me and said, "Can I see your ID?" or if anybody came to me and said. Can I see your ID? I would have handed something fake over to them and went, it's a fake. Just take yeah. me to jail because that's who yeah. I am. When, when my first, my first experience at a house party, the first weekend of my freshman year, I walked to the house and it was a house party, like, like old school. Yep. Like there was a band in the basement. Nice. The keg was in the basement. Mm. I went up and down the stairs like five times to get a beer, um, to get my thing filled. And then somebody threw on the lights and yelled cops. I ran so fast. <laughs> I literally was halfway down the street before I realized, you know, what was happening because oh, that's how stinking. Yeah. Rule follower we was. are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have one more I crazy, do. stupid I idiot? Um, I want to tell you a tale. This is just a, uh, this is a crazy, stupid idiot story. Headline, vegan calls police after friends make her blank. Eat pig. Eat chicken McNuggets. <gasps> Oh, 
Do you they really made her call, eat chicken nuggets. Do you really have to call nine one one when you're friends? Okay, so apparently um, this was something online, like like not Reddit necessarily, but uh, where somebody posted this story, and she said recently this twenty four year old got quote white girl wasted. Oh. When her friends gave her something to at, or to eat, and she asked, are these vegan? To which her friends replied, yes. And this is from the UK. They're sun-fed, which apparently is a type of, like, like vegetarian chicken product. Okay. They're like, oh, yeah, these are veggie chicken nuggets. Mm. And she said that she went on to say that she found out the next day when her sister sent her a message on Snap or to check Snapchat, and on the Snapchat, she saw her friends oh. showing the thing of chicken nuggets oh. and then giving them to her. Rude. At which point, she took a screenshot and then uh, called police. And now her friends, three of them, are facing charges. Are you serious? With food tampering. No way. Yeah. Just because they, okay. In my view, they took advantage of my drunken state, tampered with my food. And publicly humiliated me. In their view, it was just a prank. Okay. Well, I think everybody I mean, has some lessons like, to learn I would there. be upset and I would hold them accountable like by really deciding whether or not they deserve my friendship. But I don't know if I would call 911. I would just also point out that, you know, as a young person, part of uh, learning how to handle your own uh, alcohol is planning ahead. <laughs> And maybe bringing a snack. I'm not. I'm just saying you bring a snack. You got to take care of yourself. You got to bring the pizza rolls sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Bring your, I mean, honestly, if you're a vegan, I kind of feel like you bring your own sun fed nuggets. Exactly. (laughs) Or a Boca burger. I don't care what you have to do. Don't you, did you have that friend who like you'd have a barbecue and they show up with their Boca burger and you're like, oh, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. It would like disintegrate on the grill. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's like, that's just not going to be good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why don't you just. But there, but enjoy. Yeah. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, 245 every day, we play a little game. That game is called Throwback Live. We're going to do that after this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy, you don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.